0: All right, let's do this boys. Here we are. What right. day is today? Friday? It's Friday evening. Oh, Friday the 13th. Shit. Um, what's up six, everybody? Six, six. No theme required as much. It's <laughs> not even June, bro. It's January. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> True. But I thought that nicely coincided
1: with Friday the 13th, though. See, you had to throw that out there.
0: I saw what you were going before. for. And to keep the sports knowledge, you think it was a swing and a miss, Sam. Yes, okay. Big swing and a miss. <laughs> um, Strikeout. <laughs> so big news today on the podcast. It's actually a, a big podcast moment here. It's a milestone for the podcast, the keystone for the podcast. That we got someone from the Garden State as well, friend of the show, friend of the house, friend of the podcast, friendly guy in general. Everybody welcome, Matt Tilton.
2: Yeah, I guess we're snapping, <laughs> clapping, whatever. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Appreciate appreciate you guys letting me come on. It's, yeah, this man. is huge, man.
0: It's an it. absolute pleasure. You are a pleasure. gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> <laughs> so usually we just, just jump right into things, man. So that's exactly what we're going to do. All right. We got the first round of the NFL playoffs coming up tomorrow. Uh, the, the first game of the afternoon starts with the Seahawks at the 49ers. The Seahawks last week sneaking into the playoffs by winning a really scrappy game, a game that was pretty ugly, but they ended up pulling it out at quite literally the end of the game. It was an overtime. They missed at the end of the game. It was a big old doink. Jason Myers, dude, come on now. Yeah, it was a bit of a, it was an ugly win. It was, dude. But it a win's a win. It was a hard-fought win.
2: You guys were there for that, right? Yeah, yeah. we were. Yeah, we that's were. pretty awesome.
0: It was a great game. Gotta yes. give, a, give a big shout-out to the Seattle fans, Seattle fan base in general, those guys really sell out. I mean, even in a game that could have potentially not even mattered, the 12th man really did show up. It was not as fucking there. It was, dude. Audio.
1: <laughs> Here's the
0: chance of victory. Oh, that's so loud. That's not bad that though. Okay. It was fun. It was fun. Right, but, right. That was just white noise. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't really. But in case you were wondering, that was the sound of the 12th man. Not not after the field goal that they missed. After the field goal that they converted in OT. Although that was about the sound from the upper deck where we were, because we were on the opposite side of the field. Yeah. So we had no idea if the kick went in. In fact, dude, <laughs> there was right. just one group of people that were like one row in front of us. They were high-fiving each other, celebrating as if they won. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> do, you, do you see the officials? They both went no good. Like no good
2: that's crazy. going to
0: overtime
2: <laughs> it's crazy have you guys ever been in a game like that where it came down to the very last like like a field goal or like last touchdown drive or anything like that
0: no well plenty a of times game. in college yeah yeah i mean yeah. plenty of college games came you know i mean you, you've been a part of a couple of those as well right for sure so I
2: mean, but i also so i was at an eagles game in 2017 the year we won the super bowl i say we for anybody that doesn't know i'm a huge eagles fan right Worst city Um, in the world. Yeah, the best city in the world. Um, So, yeah, I'm at this game, and Jake Elliott hits a 62-yard field goal Mm. to win the game. Goddamn. And we were on the opposite end of the field, and we had no clue whether it went in. All we saw was the other side of the field just go nuts. So we started going nuts, and then they finally put their hands up to say it was good, and it was, like, the most electric thing I've ever seen, like... I, those those moments are crazy when you're at You're literally
0: on the edge of your seat because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. He's going to miss it or he's going to make it. Either way, it's going to be jubilation or just silence. Yeah. Absolute sorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Loss of hope. <laughs> just despair and defeat. Yeah. Right. It's a very cloudy day over Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably going to be a cloudy day over Seattle. Um, as you dive a little bit deeper into this game, 49ers, probably the hottest team in the NFL that uh, going into these playoffs, winners of seven straight. They are. They are Mr. Irrelevant last year, Mr. Brock
1: Purdy, leading the charge right now. I mean, hard to think that the guy picked last in in uh, 2022's draft would be in the playoffs leading this resurgent team. Dude. Yeah. It's He's definitely time. had
0: a positive impact so far mm-hmm. at the end of the regular season. However, I'm not going to automatically anoint him as the second coming of Tom Brady or anything like that. No, no. His sample size so mm-hmm. small right now. Mm-hmm. And we both know that the playoffs, it's always a different, atmos- always a different atmosphere and, and a different feeling as well. It's literally win or go home. and uh, Sorry, win or go home, not nice. yes, win or go home. <laughs> Although in this case, the, the Niners do win. They do get to just kind of go home because they're already in San Francisco. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The weather, however, is going to be pretty reminiscent of Seattle. It's going to be raining. It's going to be just a sloppy, Ooh. sloggy game. So what do you guys think? That's going to favor possibly the Seahawks, dude. I, I mean, don't think so at all. Actually, no.
2: Yeah, I don't know about that. Um...
0: <laughs> Sorry to just shut you down. <laughs> no like that. chance at all, dude. So I don't know. the only reason why I don't think that's going to help is simply because. The Niners can truly lean on the run game yes. with Christian McCaffrey. Right. And they don't have to throw the ball at all if they don't want to. And, mm-hmm. and the, C- the Seahawks defense, I mean, we saw last week, Cam Akers was gashing them after the first quarter was pretty quiet. Right. But after that, he was getting four and a half, almost five yards of carry through the second and the third quarter last week. And um, they were finally able to figure out in the fourth quarter, excuse me, able to contain him. But that was only because they got the Rams and Baker Mayfield in those must pass. You know, situations where it's right. the second and long, third and long. So if they can find a way to make Brock Purdy throw the ball and prove to everybody that he is the real deal for the San Francisco 49ers, then that's going to give the Seahawks the best chance to win this game because you can't rely on the defensive front. You just got to hope that Brock Purdy is going to show that he's still a rookie and that Geno Smith can do just enough against the um, uh, I think it's a top three defense within the San Francisco 49ers.
2: Yeah, I I agree. I Mm -hmm. I feel like this is the game where Brock Purdy kind of has to put the team on his back.
1: Prove it. Yeah.
2: If they're going to – well, you know, uh, unless they do rely on the run game and and maybe he doesn't. But Mm -hmm. if I was the Seahawks, I would be doing everything I could to try and make him pass the ball, put the game in his hands, and make him prove himself.
0: I agree. Um, Only a couple of injuries that's really going to affect this game – uh, running back DJ Dallas, the backup running back for Seahawks, is going to be out. Uh, we got the guard Phil Haynes, cornerback uh, Xavier Crawford, defensive end Shelby Harris. Harris, like I said, has been missed so far on the def- uh, defensive line, and they're going to be, have a tall task in order to stop that that that, that run attack. For right. the Niners, everyone knows about Jimmy G. He's been essentially—I mean, he hasn't been a factor this year. He's only started at the four games total. After the Trey Lance went down, exactly, exactly, and then and Am- Ambry Thomas. In the secondary uh, Again, it's going to give Geno Smith An opportunity to actually go out there And make plays He's got two veteran wide receivers out there Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf Mm -hmm. And if he can get the deep ball going To both Lockett and Metcalf um, Like I said, the the Seahawks Can definitely have some success out there
1: Right, key stat here The Seahawks pass D ranks Second to last right now And so going up against the Niners offense That uh, is not a recipe for success
0: so what do you guys think is going to happen?
1: Niners are going to cover at nine and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Final yeah. score? Final score, the over-under being 42. I'm going to pick, final score being 21, 21-13. Okay. okay. A, a, a good old grudge matchup. So they don't cover. <laughs> <laughs> Math is hard for me at the moment.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Well, I well, mean, you can adjust your score. You uh, 24, 13, yes. 24 13. There we go. Win okay. by 11. Okay, okay. fair. Good enough. job yeah. with double digits. There you go. Good job.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. um, I think Seattle's going to score some points, right? Like, I don't see them scoring any more than maybe two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure maybe they'll get a field goal. I'm thinking Niners definitely cover. I, I want to say the Niners actually score some points out. I'm going to say 31 to, to 17. Okay. Ooh, okay. okay. So I'm going to go against the
0: grain. I think the Niners are still going to be able to pull this off and win. But given the fact that it's a rookie quarterback, <clears throat> a divisional game, and Pete Carroll had great success in the playoffs. I mean, he's only sure he's, he has yet to miss two years in a row of going to the playoffs. since his time with the Seahawks. So he's a veteran playoff coach. You know he's going to be going up against Shanahan, who yes has had success, but doesn't have the same track record or resume. So I think that Carroll's guys are going to be prepared for this game. So Niners win. They don't cover. I'm going to say it's going to be 28-21. Niners win.
2: Okay. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Right on. Right so now on.
0: Basically, almost almost all of us are in consensus here.
2: Yes. Yes. So Niners se- will second
0: win. Second game of the day. And I think this is going to be the most entertaining game of the entire weekend, yes. including Monday night. Yes, um, It features a Jaguars team that is red hot uh-huh. against a Chargers team that kind of sputtered out a little bit at the end, um, but they were able to pull it off with a couple key divisional victories over the Broncos and the Raiders late in the season. Now, we have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert. It's a battle of the best haircut. Based upon the haircuts alone, I think Trevor Lawrence has a slight edge. What do you guys think? <laughs> his,
1: his hair is perfect. The <laughs> the golden gold, Goldilocks. Um, but he is questionable right now with a possible toe injury that could... He's playing. He's going to play.
0: Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. I mean, it's play. the playoffs. You know? his, it is. Toe his, injury? <laughs> yeah. Unless he's <it's> got gangrene. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, unless that toe's got to get amputated, like, quite literally tomorrow yeah. or right now. He's yes. playing in this game.
2: He is, dude. 100%. He's a gamer. Hundo B. Yeah. He's a baller. Yeah, this yeah. is his first postseason opportunity in the NFL, right? Yes, correct. It yeah. is. I mean, uh, nothing's going to stop him. Right. right. I mean,
0: this is the first Jaguars postseason opportunity since uh, since Blake Bortles and the boys. That's right. Saxon stout defense, yes. Yeah. Now, it's the opposite team what they had that year, where the offense is really what's going to shine for them. De- defensively, one of the bottom ten in the league, which is why I think this game is going to be so freaking entertaining. Because... Mm-hmm. The winner of this game is going to have a score, I'm going to say, put up a 40
2: spot. Really? You think yeah. it's going to be Ooh, I think
0: scoring. it's going to be a high-flying track meet type of game where they're going to be just throwing deep ball after deep ball after deep ball. Christian Kirk has really settled in as not only a consistent threat, but the number one receiver for the entire team. So he's really making that new contract he got from Jacksonville pay off early on in the year. And I said this. Back in week one when I drafted him, and you weren't at that podcast, man. But you can look <laughs> it up, and you can go back there. Christian Kirk, you know, he's he was a great receiver out in Arizona, but he was just overshadowed by a couple other guys that, that were out there. But mm-hmm. as far as a guy that can run great routes and just get open and is super fast and, and um, runs a great deep route, he's definitely the real deal. And, and he's going to give Derwin James and, and the rest of the Chargers defense – you know, quite literally, all that they can handle. Him alongside with Travis Etienne, Zay Jones, and uh, the resurgence of Evan Ingram. You guys are crazy. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm sorry.
2: That's quite all right. I, I all spilled right. yet again on my laptop. Here. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. So I don't want to cut you off there. No, it's okay. Still in thought, but that's
0: okay. <clears throat> but no, it, it's been it's been a great season for the Jaguars' offense, and mm-hmm. it goes to show how bad Urban Meyer was. I mean. He fucked this up last year so oh bad. Yeah,
2: I, I have nothing good to say about Urban Meyer. No, dude.
1: Going 2-14 and 14 in a year. But to your point, though, Kirk has 815 yards from the slot this this year. Second most in the pros right now. Yeah, I saw that. So, obviously, San Diego, or Los Angeles' defense, is uh, quite, quite good in this matchup. So, we'll see, dude.
2: So, I, I have something. Um, have you guys seen where they take the quarterback's... Picture and they turn them into a girl. Yeah. Yes. Have you ever seen Trevor Lawrence? It looks exactly the same. It, yes, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. And I like looked into it and like they actually did like doctor it, but he just looks Maybe. exactly the same.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so like I almost want to make my pick just based on which quarterback looks better as a female. Yeah. Ah. And for me, I feel like that would probably be the the Chargers. But I kind of disagree. In my heart, I'm like, you know what, Jacksonville is. Jacksonville's a frisky team, man. They are. Like, they dude. could literally... I don't want to say they could run the table. I don't see them making it to the Super Bowl. But they could beat the Chargers this weekend. Like Absolutely. 100%. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. they can, dude.
0: The Chargers have been a team that's been hot and cold. They can't decide what they want to do. They can't really decide their identity. You know, Justin Herbert, best arm in the league. Yeah. And I mean that. And yeah. I said that before. He's had a better arm than Josh Allen. He, he just throws the ball with so much accuracy and so much zip on it that it's incredible that doesn't just break people's hands with how velocity velocities <laughs> on that ball. Some a yeah. bower. Nah, he just throws it on a rope. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he played, I think, um, like the first third of the season with basically a broken rib and <laughs> it, and like he finished the game. That's right, that's right. You know, it, it's, it was incredible what what Herbert was, has been able to accomplish. Um, but like I said, super hot and cold. You know, they had a couple two-game losing streaks. They finished with a four-game winning streak and then lost a divisional mm-hmm. matchup against the Broncos. And, um, Overall, though, it's going to come down to which quarterback has the better game. You know, defense, I don't think it's going to be much of a factor. It's going to be, can Justin Herbert get the ball into the hands of his playmakers, which is going to be Keenan Allen and Jay, uh, and not Jason Palmer. Mike but Williams? Well, yeah. oh, Mike Williams is out. Oh, right, likely. right, um, Which was – that's a different storyline, actually. Um, fucking What's his bucket, the head coach for the Chargers? For, uh, you know, he, he was playing – Mike Williams in a meaningless game against the Broncos, where they didn't have to win it, and Mike Williams ultimately got hurt. A player that's already injury prone, Brandon Staley. Thank you, Mister Cat Cow himself, in (laughs) pregame. If you don't get the reference, just Google it. Um, But yeah, so he's basically playing Mike Williams in a meaningless game. He got fucking hurt, which it makes no sense. Like resting your starters. It's actually the game doesn't mean shit. Yeah.
2: 100%. Who gives a fuck about Los
1: Angeles? Already had that, that spot locked up for for the playoffs. It's just yeah, they did a meaningless game.
0: It was that exactly yeah,
1: totally meaningless. And he paid game. the the price. So who's going to win this one, guys? Jags, dude, Jags. Yeah, Jags all day. I mean, their their defense, especially last week against the Titans, was dominant, dude. Ar- Arden Key is fast off the edge. Um, I mean, they they just have a solid front front four there. You're, You're judging beast. the defense
0: against fucking Aaron Dobbs. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you can do that or not. <laughs> they had a good game, though. The Titans had one... And they almost lost. True. And if it didn't come down to a late true. interception by yeah. fucking Josh Dobbs, whatever the hell his name is like. Right, right. Aaron Dobbs.
2: Where are do you playing Josh game? Dobbs.
1: Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee,
2: yeah. Rocky yeah. Top. Yep. He looks like fucking... Great, great work. hey yo, Shall we get the... Technical difference. No, 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 just, just put it back
0: up. All right. Up. Up. Sorry, guys, our. We'll call it our. Our news ticker fell. Our <laughs> <laughs> news ticker. Basically, what it is. We run electronic these it's, days. It, it, mm-hmm. It's a monologue news ticker. It's not <laughs> I even mean, mechanical. It just <laughs> stays the same. Yes. The entire time. Okay, so picks. You guys are the Jaguars. Jaguars.
2: Yeah, well, so. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Jags mainly because I want them to win. I, okay. I don't know if they're going to pull it off or not. Mm-hmm. What I think is weird, and I kind of hate ESPN for this, the Jaguars are underdogs by a point and a half. But on ESPN, their uh, analytics say the Jaguars are 60% winning. What is up with that? I don't like. What is that based on?
0: You know what? I have no idea. <laughs> I have this it's latest clue whatever either. algorithm and whatever metrics that they put in, that's just what the number spits out. But I mean, I'm going to have to agree. I think the Jaguars just have a better offense right now. they're, they're more gelled. They do, yeah, dude. You know? And that defense, as you stated again, I know the, the sample size is against you know Matthew Dobbs, um, <laughs> Josh, but <laughs> it's still an NFL quarterback. True. Very true. And terrible. they're making plays against them. Yes. yes. However, I still agree with you guys. You yeah, have Jacksonville all the way. So three yes. Jacksonville's. let's go, yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but Jacksonville wins, though, 42-38. Wow. Interesting. It's going to be a high flight. It's going to be said, most entertaining game of the weekend is going to be this one. <laughs> I can't wait. Yes. I'm pumped for tomorrow night. Agreed, dude. Saturday yeah. It'll night. It'll be fun. I ain't got shit to
1: do. It'll be fun. Two of ESPN reporters... Uh, one chose the Jags, one chose the Chargers, but they chose the same score. For yeah, well, that maybe they chose 24 wrong. 21. Maybe they
0: chose. We shall see, yo.
1: Yeah. We shall see.
0: All right. <clears throat> Let's continue this playoff dive. We're on to Sunday. Deep dive. Big spreads. Couple big
1: spreads. Massive, dude. 13?
0: Yeah, I mean, damn, this yo. That's what happens when you have seven teams in the playoffs, man. Right. Like, you're going to have some bigger spreads. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Especially with the injuries that happen late in the season. So. Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. It's a Dolphins team that's pretty much limping into the playoffs at yeah, this point. they are. I mean, they've <clears throat> suffered injuries to both their starter and their backup quarterback. And now they're running with the rookie, Skyler Thompson, who looks pretty loose at practice. I don't know if you guys saw the videos of him, but he's going through all their handshakes and whatnot uh-huh. with Tyreek kill, Jalen Waddle, um, the rest of their receiver core. Right. And, you know, he looked pretty relaxed out there. So it's, it's fucking Skyler going to be a baller this weekend?
2: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. No. 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 <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, he's not. No. no. Sorry.
0: I I'm, I'm not
1: sure why I said. Mhm. <laughs> because you're just really agreeable, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I am very agree- agreeable. Really funny Dude, it's dude. just a, a sad storyline about Tua, dude. I mean, yeah. who knows if he'll really play again? I mean, not not only
2: this year, but next year and uh, Well, if I know anything about the Dolphins, he'll definitely play again. Well, yeah. Should should he? Should he? It's a great. It it brings up a great question. You know, I mean, how many concussions or how many you know blows to the head do you take before you're like, you know what, this is kind of not worth it anymore? Right. You know what I mean. The
0: situation reminds me of Sidney Crosby back in the early 2000s. He took off uh, almost Uh definitely over a full season just Uh to make sure that his brain and his mentals were correct. Yeah. So I think as long as he go through a proper recovery process, I mean, lucky for him, this is the end. Of the NFL season. Right. So he's got, what, OTAs start in May or June? May, yeah. May yeah. for OTAs. He's got four full months to take off to recover. and really let the brain and the rest of his body heal from a rigorous NFL season. I mean, it didn't help the fact that he got concussed and then definitely got reconcussed in the same game. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. never going to be a good sign. Tough to uh, see. Yeah. So he's basically has like a like a like a scar tissue on his brain, but his brain mm-hmm. is much more susceptible to to being reconcussed. It is. It's, it's just just like a boxer, you know, start starting to get a
2: yeah, kind of like punch drunk. Yeah, punch drunk. Yeah, glass chin,
0: right. whatever it's called. Yeah. You know,
2: there there's been different talks
0: as to why it happens. You know, I forget who was on Joe Rogan that said it, but he's like, yeah, it's a body's way of protecting itself. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if the body would protect itself. I think it's just. Trauma. Yeah. Like, I don't
2: think it's yeah. passionate at all. Yeah. I, I would lean more to the side of, like, trauma, yeah. damage. Um, yeah. Just kind yeah, of... Yeah, tell people your background, man. Just yes, yes, that. yes. Yes, please. Yeah, so for those of you listening, I, I'm a certified athletic trainer. Um, he's I, a cat. I, I worked... Actually, it's <laughs> ATC. Oh. Um, ATC. Athletic
0: trainer certified.
2: Yes, that's correct. Um, yeah, he's so cat. I worked... Uh, while I was getting my master's degree, I was at Rutgers University for a, a football season also worked with their men's lacrosse team, and, and that me and Hardu had a stint together at, at Monmouth University in, in New Jersey. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I know a little bit about this kind of stuff. Um, and and anytime you talk about concussions, right, it's it's one of those things where it's kind of interesting because, you know, if somebody tears their ACL three times, they're probably not trying to go back out there and, and risk it again. But, you know, somebody like Tua – this is his life. This is what he wants to do. There's really no, there's no um, protocol or, or no like decision-making point where it's like, hey, you know, after this number of concussions, you shouldn't go back out there. It's really his decision, which you know, you you kind of have to agree with it. But at the end of the day, it is it, it's your brain. You know, we know all the stuff that's coming out with CTE multiple concussions, multiple blows to the head. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a a concussion where you are knocked unconscious or anything. I mean, the amount of concussions that have probably happened in a regular football game that just go undiagnosed is probably still pretty high. You know, they do a good job. Um, They have athletic trainers up in, in all the booths spotting, looking for certain signs and symptoms when somebody gets up from a hit. But, I mean... The thing that that recently came out with Brett Favre, where he said he's he thinks he's had over a thousand concussions. I don't know if you guys have heard of that.
0: Thousand, yeah, thousand.
2: Because so and and I, I was super skeptical at first. I still don't think uh, he's had a thousand concussions. Say, no but, way. So, so the way he described it, he's like, so you know, what is a concussion? Like if I f- mm. get hit, go to the ground, smack my head, and I'm seeing stars for like a couple minutes, but I can still play. Was that a concussion? The answer is yeah, probably it was, mm-hmm. and back then that got was your bell fun. Run. you they know you played, got your bell run, yeah right, I played through yeah. it, yeah well I got my bell run, yeah two or three times, yeah yeah so I don't know I mean that's a whole long kind of monologue about nothing basically, but I, I think it'll be interesting to see how Tua's career progresses. I think he you know I I don't blame anybody necessarily on the medical staff. Uh, for the Dolphins, but I, I do think like there were some mistakes made this season as no, Absolutely. And mm-hmm. we talked about
0: that at length, like I'm earlier sure. in the year when that did happen. Um it also just goes back to, you know, always saying that these guys they have a shelf life and yeah. the average playing time is what does it say? Like three point four years. Three point three? Don't look it up. We we, 3.3. we said it so many times. We said it so many times. <laughs> we don't need to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but yeah, so you got three and a half years to essentially make as much money as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. So you know, going to your point, Matt, Matt, like, why wouldn't you want to go back out and play? Right. If at that moment you're feeling good,
2: hundred percent, because
0: there's just these this invisible damage, so to speak, that you can't tell. Right. Because right? you're right. Outside, you see scars. Yeah. You see where bones have been broken. You can almost feel, you know, which, which ligaments have been torn, even yeah. after they recover all the way. So it's it's really tough. I mean, Troy Aikman, you know, he retired because he sustained too many concussions. Right. He actually one of the few players to admit mm-hmm. that was the reason right. why. Because he only played in the league for I think it was nine seasons, didn't even hit double digits, mm-hmm. but took it. Really, probably advice from somebody that it just was no longer worth his health to try to throw a football to Michael Irvin. You know?
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a. Interesting dilemma.
0: Very interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So but, not oh oh go ahead. No, sorry, go ahead. sorry, sorry. Go go sorry. Ahead.
1: Not only is, is Tua not going to play in this game, but also Raheem Mostert, a no go. Hmm. Rahim. Raheem. Raheem, Raheem, with a broken thumb, dude. Broken. What a bummer. And they're off so the last time linebacker Bradley Chubb. Yes, last time the Dolphins played the Bills, Mostert ran for one thirty six, dude.
0: Yeah, it's going going to be be tough sledding for the Miami Dolphins here in Orchard Park.
1: Yeah, they're going to be running bare bones, dude. Bare bones.
0: The spread is 13, Sam. And a half. Are they going to cover?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think with how depleted the the Dolphins' offense is right now, without their starting quarterback or running back, um, it's tough to imagine they will cover the spread. So I am predicting Bill's... Dude, Bills forty, Dolphins seventeen. Okay, blowout.
2: going to be blowout city, dude. Yeah. Fireworks ablaze. Okay. Yeah, I um, I agree. I, I don't think Miami has a chance. Like, it's unfortunate, but Buffalo is is just the better team. They're gonna win. Fairly easy. Handily? Yeah, mm-hmm. fairly handily. So you get, I, like, a...
0: I think it's the playoffs. I think the game's going to be closer than people think. Although last year in the first round, there was only two games that finished as one possession games. Uh, I think this one oh. being divisional once again, and they're two very familiar teams, I think the Dolphins are going to keep it closer. Hmm. Uh, probably about a 10-point game. My final prediction for this one was probably 30-20. But with the Bills... Comfortably handling them though. It's going to yeah. be a 10 point win on paper, but That's it's probably going to be a late score from the Dolphins towards the end of the game to close the gap. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, 13 and a half points in the NFL is it's a big line. That's man. Big that line. is a massive is. line. Yes. Sure, the biggest
0: of all time was what, Sam? Oh, 24, 24. 24, yes. Broncos, Jaguars. Broncos, Jaguars. 2013. 2013. Yeah. yeah, dude. Peyton Manning's Broncos. Peyton Manning, yes. Was that the height? The height? The, the pinnacle. pinnacle? The apex of the vortex. <laughs> Of the vertex. The ceiling. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. That was like a kaleidoscope. Love it. Uh, okay. Love it. Second matchup. Giants-Vikings. Oh, so yeah, we Giants got the G-Men taking on the Vikings. What time is the game at? 4.30 Eastern. That spells bad news for Kirk Cousins. You know what that means? Yeah. <laughs> I think the Giants are going to win this one. Ooh, pull oh, off man. the upset. I really do. Wow. Something special is brewing there in New York. Well, in New Jersey, in the Meadowlands, <laughs> a.k.a. East Rutherford, yeah, <laughs> a.k.a. MetLife Stadium, a.k.a. the most boring-looking stadium in the entire NFL. It's just like a, a circle of black steel. Yeah. You know, like, it looks just so basic. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Looks, it looks like a Campbell's soup can without the label. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's MetLife Stadium. <laughs> Am I wrong? Tell me I'm no, wrong. No, you're, no, you're right, 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 right.
2: Well, yeah, it's you've seen it. Have you seen them? Yeah, yes, seen it. Yeah. yes. Tell,
0: tell me I'm wrong.
2: It's, it's hard, cable
0: but... Soup can Yeah. with no label from the outside, especially from the <laughs> Jersey Turnpike.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, it's definitely right. It's I can definitely see right.
0: that. Okay, so how. For games after 1 o'clock, all right, Kirk Cousins is 2-7 and seven this year. Yep. Ooh. So it, it's been trouble. Trouble for all for young Kirk, or veteran Kirk. I'll I was going to say, not very young. <laughs> no, he's not very right, young. Right. Not very young. I think he graduated in, like, 2012 and from Michigan State. Good for him. Um, Back in the day, dude. Anyway, Justin Jefferson, arguably having one of the greatest seasons of all time. Granted, it's still an 18-week season now. Right, right. Um,
1: I believe he, he came up just short on... Tying Calvin Johnson's record, dude. Good for uh, Calvin, most receiving yards um, in one go. I love Mr. Calvin Johnson. Yeah, Megatron, Megatron, dude. So who's
0: gonna take on this matchup, man? Like you you think of the Giants and you think of a run-heavy Saquon Barkley offense, right? With a disciplined and and pretty damn good front line, uh, being anchored down by um, uh, what's his name, the guy. uh, What's his name, Williams? Like, I was forgetting his freaking name. Leonard Williams, thank you. Oh, yes, Leonard. And they got uh, Kayvon Thibodeau as well, who's very flashy, but he's a damn good edge rusher. Yes, he you is, know, dude. In, in talks of you know being compared to a Micah Parsons-type player where he's just a game disruptor. Mm-hmm. So if the defensive mm-hmm. line can get going and put pressure on Kirk Cousins and really make them force the ball more so to their running backs and Alex Madison and David Cook, Alex Madison, by the way, shout out to him. He had his first two-touchdown game in his career last week, which I think is pretty shocking considering of how many fantasy points he's gotten people in the past. Right. So, yeah, he's never had a two-touchdown game. But going back to my point, if this Vikings offense can get the ball into Justin Jefferson and really start a torch and take advantage of the weak point of the Giants' defense, which is their secondary, then Daniel Jones is going to have a tough time of keeping them in this game. Because Mm the Giants offense is good, but I don't know if they can keep up with the Vikings if they are truly firing at all cylinders.
1: Right, right. And the G-Men do play um, play action at the fifth highest rate in the NFL. So you would have to think the Vikings, if they're able to key in on that and, and really stop Daniel Jones in his tracks. I mean, this, this could be a really long game for those Giants. I think the Vikings at, at home, they have something to prove, dude. They've ridden the roller coaster this entire year, ups, downs, ups, downs, and um, they need to take a stand at home to prove that they are one of the top three seeds in the NFC. Um, so taking the, the Vikings here, especially with that war hammer um, uh, horn that they have in their stadium, it's fantastic, dude. Get, get everyone. Yes!
0: <laughs> Skull! Skull, Yeah. And it, and it just gets faster and faster. Just like bringing out their dip cans and smacking them. <laughs> right, right, right.
1: It's thunderous, dude. Makes it a, an exciting atmosphere. So,
0: yells "Skull," and the reply is "Grizz." <laughs> <laughs> or like long cut. Yeah, yeah. I love Soul. it, dude. Ouches. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ouches.
1: <laughs> so this this game, interesting note, is also only the fourth matchup. Um, since nineteen sixty that has featured two rookie coaches Ooh. playing in the playoffs. That's a fun fact. So good for them, dude. Brian Dable and Kevin O'Connell, both coach of the year award candidates. So, you know, definitely living above expectations here.
2: Yeah. Um Primetime Kirk Cousins is no good. It's not prime time, right? It's, it's pseudo it's, prime. It's pseudo pseudo though. Right. Yeah. Right? I mean it's a Saturday. It's four thirty Eastern, yeah. It's four thirty Eastern. I don't know, Which man.
0: is 2:30 Central, so <laughs> <laughs> got to take that into account. That's that's very true. Um, Sorry, 3:30 Central.
2: The NFC Beast, man. What can you say? I, I feel like the Giants are going to give him a run for their money. I don't know. I it's almost impossible not to hate Kirk Cousins, but you also love him. I don't know if you guys saw, obviously we all saw the video of him with like the chains on. Yeah, yeah. Like, that is the slowest like the ever as well. The, In the airplane, gritty. right? Yeah. It's yeah. like how can you watch a video and love everything about the video but also hate everything about it? That's how I feel about <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Like it's so easy to hate him but like you got to love him. He's a polarizing mm-hmm. player. He is. Yeah. So I also time, I, but I think he's going to lose. Yeah, gonna lose. <laughs>
0: yeah. The last time these two teams met, it took a 61-yard field goal the end the game. Oh, the Greg Lions. Joseph. They they walked off the field on a 61-yarder. And then don't quote me on this, but the last well, the last playoff game I remember between the two of them was an absolute ass-smacking that that the Giants gave to the Vikings. But that was back Ooh. in like the early 2000s oh, wow. when uh, when uh, they they made it to the playoffs the first time with Kerry Collins and like Amani Tuma and Tiki Barber, and they won like 44 to seven. I couldn't tell you the last time they met in the playoff playoffs,
1: so. history, dude. According to the New York Post. Oi, a little, little ad wall there. I got blocked Big out, dude. Back.
0: got caught blocked. Oh,
1: I did. That's a fat one. What do you think of score-wise, Hardu?
0: Okay, so after much contemplation on this game, because honestly I think this is the hardest one to pick, because you just don't know which team's going to show up for the Vikings is like, or which Kirk Cousins is going to show up for the Vikings, which yeah. essentially is the team for the Vikings. Vikings um, are missing Harrison Smith. They're all pro safety, but their offense is really good. I think it's going to come down to the last possession once again, similar Mm -hmm. to the regular season meeting. But this time, the New York Giants and Daniel Jones proves himself worthy of that trade-up to go get his ass (laughs) back in the draft five years ago at this point. So Daniel Jones pulls it off. Brian Dable, first-year head coach, gets his first win. Uh, Giants win 27-25. Nice. Ooh. Alright, all right. so the
1: last time these <clears throat> two teams met in the pl- playoffs.
0: I was right. 2001. I was right. And they yeah. won 40, oh, 41-0, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. They Absolute spanked. spanking. Dude. I think the opening kickoff was really a for a touchdown nice. for the Giants.
1: Now, yeah. The Vikings had, had no answer. Yeah, Kerry Collins. And Kerry Amani Collins Tuma. Day.
0: Amani. It was the last white cornerback they had as well in Jason Seahorn.
1: <laughs> Whoa. Let's go.
0: Wow, dude. Absolutely wild. What about you, Say? Who you got?
1: Okay. Uh, so, like I said before, taking the the Vikings here at, at home, um, it'll come down to whether or not the Vikings can shut down Saquon Barkley and D Jones um, at, at home. Prove their worth, like I said before. Um, final score 24 21. Nice. Yeah. That's actually,
2: yeah. I was thinking the exact opposite. Same score. Uh-huh. I think the Giants win game-winning okay. field goal 24-21. Ooh. Okay,
0: yeah, so we all got basically the same prediction here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be a fun game. I it think will. so.
2: It will. It's going to be a fun yes. game. D- defensive battle
0: until late? Usually how these things go. has some potential so here. The first half is going to be like 10-10 mm-hmm. at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like I like 25. Yeah, 25. Oh, yeah. Weird score. Yes. Weird score. Dude, so
1: speaking of big spreads here, the next game, Ravens-Bengals – Spread is already at 9.5 to oh, wow. favor the Bengals right now. This is quite an interesting game because these two teams met last week of the of the regular season, and if the Ravens had beaten the Bengals, then they would have had to throw a coin toss, I, I believe, to determine who would host this game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the Bengals averted disaster there because they, they, they could have so easily been playing at a neutral site, but... Um, a lot to, to play for here. Lamar Jackson being out for the Ravens, <clears throat> it's it's possible um, that he, he could be out for much, much longer than we first anticipated. I mean, he has a grade two PCL str- sprain. Um, so obviously that means Tyler Huntley will um, be starting for the Ravens, but I mean, Tyler's dealing with a bit of tendonitis, So um, <laughs> the Ravens have a huge question mark right now at, at quarterback, and the, the, the Bengals are red hot, dude. I think they're going to feast all night long against the Ravens here. Um, but, okay, so this is an interesting, bold prediction from ESPN. Uh, they're saying Joe Burrow will not throw a touchdown pass. That's biggest bullshit. That will. is the biggest yeah, bullshit ever, dude. Oh, come on now. That. You can get out over come on a on one and
0: a half right now. I'm taking the over. Alright, first of all, Lamar Jackson being out, that's the nail in the coffin. It, it doesn't is. matter. The game's already over. Like You don't have to play it. All right? It's Joe Burr, red-hot offense with the Cincinnati Bengals, and they're looking to go back to the Super Bowl, 100%. and they have the team to go out and do it. They do. And they got the all-star quarterback, they got an all-star running back, they got an all-star receiving core, they got a young receiving core, and they got a hungry team that wants to go back and prove it's worth once again. So I think that they're just going to stop through this game. I think this is the least balanced game of the weekend. Ooh, ooh. Cincinnati wins big. Yeah. Big. I I'm, want I'm to say 38-3. to
2: Wow. Big. Okay. <sighs> Blowout. Blowout. How about you, Matt? Yeah. Um Joey B's my boy. Shout out Lordstown Motors. Um, even though my stock is like fucking through the like shitter tanking, absolutely. Yeah. It's tanking. yeah. And actually I don't even think so. Joe Burrow It's a is bear like, market. Is like the sports person for Bull we'll Market. Uh, or he has he has basically like a contract with Lordstown Motors. Yeah. And uh they always tweet out about him. Yeah. I looked on Lordstown Motors followers. He does not follow them. <laughs> how like that's how you know? Like wow. I should have sold that shit fucking two years ago. Years ago, yeah, yeah. I feel the same thing about my Ethereum coins. Yeah, Oof. hate to see that. But anyway, I'm still tough positive. Break. I'm still positive. Well, yeah, I mean, it's better than fucking admitting defeat, right? I
0: bought my Ethereum coin at three fifty, so it's still like fifteen hundred. Okay, So yeah, so I'm still go. winning. Let's I, go. I should have sold it like seven k though.
2: Yeah, man, the Doge rush. That, that was helped. fun, man. That I was. Actually, I made a little money off of that, and yeah, I actually was... like I played it. Correctly and, I and got out when when I was supposed to, I still and it have. was like super lucky. I don't. I'm not a fucking stock or uh, crypto guy necessarily, yeah. but fun times, man. Crypto. What, what a time to be alive. It's going to be dead. Point. Did y'all ever invest in
1: GameStop when it was peaking? No, no. Nah, I stayed away from that. Never yeah. took the the leap of faith.
2: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I think the Bengals win big. I don't know, like if 38 to three big, but I, I'm going to say. Well, it was 27-16 to 16 in their first uh, matchup, so I'm going to say similar score, maybe like 31-17, to 17, or... <laughs> Sam, you're a killing
0: me, man. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry! <laughs> Is Sam just being
2: a giant man-child right now? Yeah, We're gonna, I'm, I'm going to say 31-17. 31-17. All
0: right, respectable defeat.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Sam, did you make, make a score? I did! Uh, I sh- did.
1: Yeah. Uh I mean I guess I wasn't too specific though. No. Um, very vague I- introduction. I-, I was talking about Lamar Jackson, but um okay. So uh since he will win this game, dude. So um it should not be close. Like you you were saying, um big score line here. Bengals will definitely cover uh Colin thirty to
0: sixteen. Okay Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: 16. Very similar 31-17 uh-huh. like <laughs> Very similar <laughs> Eerily similar Okay Last game Of the extended weekend MLK R.I.P Props yes, to you For sure I think in MLK's honor Is the other GOAT TB12 <laughs> Is he gonna go 8-0 Against the Dallas Cowboys Absolutely. And win his 8th Super Bowl No No
2: only he's not. He's game. not making it through the Eagles. Not well,
0: making it through all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's a biased opinion from both myself <laughs> and through Matthew. <laughs> okay. Although I think I've been pretty fair as a Cowboys fan this year on this podcast. What do you think about that, Sam? <laughs> so it would seem I'm. I'm the only objective one. Fuck on you. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got an opinion on the Cowboys. Yes, true. There is no objective opinion on the Cowboys. <laughs> Either you like them or you hate them.
1: Um, all you can do is watch. I'm keen to enjoy their, their offense at, at the moment. I mean, they are firing, dude. Tony Pollard, Zeke, they get the, the job done here against yeah. the Bucks.
0: So, mm-hmm. the way you beat Tom Brady is you pressure him. Yes. And this is an offensive line from the Tampa Buccaneers... That has not been shown that they can consistently protect the old man. The statue. When you give the goat time to throw, who's going to tear you apart. But if you can make him flush out of the pocket, try, try to throw on the move, or pressure him early so he's got to make a quick decision, snappy throws, timing throws, and, mm-hmm. and throw routes that, honestly, he needs a lot of connection with his receivers in order, in order to hit. That's when you have success against Tom Brady offenses. So if Micah Parsons can get down to the quarterback, Dexter Lawrence can get back down to the quarterback, and Dan Quinn can dial up some pressure and avenge his Super Bowl loss. Yes. Going back all. the So this was pretty personal for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. For both McCarthy and for Quinn. Yes. So you know what? They get the job done in the first round this time, and I think that they handedly defeat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think the Cowboys cover at, at two and a half points on the road. Mike McCarthy got the first playoff win as a Cowboys head coach, and Dak Prescott finally, finally wins in the playoff game for the Cowboys.
1: For the first time in his career, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And he's been in the league for eight years? Wrong no. time.
0: Wrong time. Seven.
1: Seven. Okay. Seven.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. you, did that. you just you just confused the hell out of me for a second. <laughs> Wrong time. <laughs> oh, well, now I'm racist. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, here's my opinion on it. Dak Prescott's thrown an interception in the past eight games that he's yeah, played in. He I believe. He's mm-hmm. still. Winning. Um, Tom Brady is the goat. He and he's also just an absolute savage in the playoffs. Man, like he he flips a switch. He's a he's a totally different quarterback. He he is. It's like fucking Super Saiyan in the in the playoffs. I will say this. It'd be pretty fucking cool to see Cowboys Eagles in the playoffs, man. I'm almost rooting for it. Do I think Dallas could beat the the Tampa Bay Bucks? Absolutely, I think they could. I think they're gonna choke because that's what Dallas Cowboys do. But man, it would be really cool to see them pull out a dub and then just get absolutely shit wrecked by the Eagles in the link. So that's what I'm that's what I'm rooting for. I want the I want Dallas to win, and uh, I want to beat them on our home turf.
0: Well, like. If the Cowboys win this game and the Giants win, you got to get the Giants first. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. True.
2: Yeah, I wasn't even really thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So let's hope for a, a Minnesota win and, and a Dallas. win. I feel
0: like either way. You're probably going to see it. It's pretty likely you'll see an, a- an NFC East matchup, though. Yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. to see that again. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Which is going to be absolutely electric. Oh, it's yeah. going to be great. Yeah, it's yeah. going
0: to be great. It's going to go. It's going to go both ways as far as like. Just a raucous atmosphere at the link.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: What about you, Sam? Are you taking this in this game?
1: Dude, Bucs are a league worst 4 12 1 against the spread this season. Um, so they're currently <clears throat> plus two and a half. I think the Cowboys, like you boys said, they're going to take the cake here. Move on. Move on. Uh, but um, final score, though 21. And they're going to shut down Tom Brady 10. Twenty-one ten, dude. Yeah, it
2: just Cowboys' feels like defense that. is just it's too really good. athletic, yeah. dude. <clears throat> really good. Micah
1: Parsons off the edge is a once in a generational player going up against the GOAT, but the GOAT can, cannot move. So <laughs> he is <laughs> being hunted by by wolves out there. Dallas, for sure. For sure.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I and mean, if Tom Brady's loose with his throws at all, I mean, digs can make, make him pay. pay. The, the corners out there can make him pay. Sure, sure and, There's been plenty yeah. of games where the Buccaneers offense just can't get it going so late. So if Dak can just score and not throw those untimely picks that Matt stated, then I think that they can really win big here. Mm-hmm. Really win big. And, but I just hate the fact that it's on a fucking Monday, man. Like,
2: yeah, that's kind of just Just go 3-3. Three and three. Yeah. Right. 3-3. Like, three and three.
0: It's not that freaking hard, man. God damn
2: it. Yeah, I, I, well, I guess...
0: Make the money, man you know how many people are going to be watching that game? Everybody. Yeah. It's going to be like 110 million people. It's going to be a third of the country. Probably. May as will be 10 billion. The rest of the world does, you know? <laughs> it's the most watched event in the history of sports. Yeah.
2: Did they have a Monday yes.
0: night game last year for the wild card? I don't think so. No. Mm. I think this might be the first Monday night wild card game.
2: Huh. I'd have to look that up. But...
0: All right. The field is set. We know who's in here. Who's going to go all the way? Eagles.
2: All the way 100% Eagles Who are they going to play Who are they going to play in the Super Bowl I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to say Cincinnati goes back Oh Okay and, and goes yeah, back I think we're going to beat, beat Cincinnati in the Super Bowl
0: Since he's back Oof. Since he's back I love that pick man. Just like
2: Rick Ross Alright
1: <laughs> Just like Rick Ross Love it dude Love it uh, Let's see Damn dude so I'm, I'm looking at the playoff bracket right now with the wild card. We, weekend games. Fantastic matchups, dude. But who goes all the way? Yeah. I'm picking Bills. Bills are going to win it for the first time in a long time.
0: Ooh. Oh, shit. That's all right. That's not going to kill it, dude. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Just let me get to...
1: <laughs> For those of I you like who are not... How...
2: Watching uh, um, I Spilled Water on My Laptop. I feel like that's a bad sign. You picked the Bills to win, and then that <laughs> happened and just got yeah. water all over the place. Right. Like, yeah. Somebody was just telling you to switch that pick. Yeah, Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, dude. Oi. They might make it all the way. Although, on the AFC side, so
0: NFC side, that's a really tough call. Uh, <coughs> guys. Woo. Bless thee. Bless thee, Thank Bless-y. you. Ooh. No editing, though, so that's still going to be there. <laughs>
1: it <laughs> should be Raw footage uh, Yes sir
2: Yeah
0: who's gonna make it All the fucking way That's a really tough call So I put a Really early bet A preseason bet On Baltimore To win the Super Bowl This is like, yeah, like, like Oh that is not in, looking good In like July mm-hmm. Yeah and if Lamar wrong. Jackson That bet would still be alive I think with Huntley right now Yeah it's not looking good So I'm gonna say Fuck it Let's go with the, with the Dallas Cowboys To make
2: it <laughs> Bias
0: as fuck. Yeah, it is. We got to cheer for something. Yeah. And on the NFC side, sorry, AFC, I think Kansas City is still the team to beat. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, fucking, they they still put out like 35 points, not 23 points a game. It it was like 28 points a game without Tyree Hill. So, they're the real freaking deal. Andy Reid just gets the job done. And the defense is serviceable. So, yeah. Cowboys, Chiefs.
2: Yeah, in the Super Bowl. I almost you're like almost making me think like I want to switch my pick to Eagles Chiefs. Yeah, and have Andy Reid oh, play against the against the, the Birds the Super Bowl. Yes, that would be that would be really cool to watch. That would be sweet. I would be. I kind of I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I kind of forgot about the Chiefs there for a second. Mm-hmm. How do you think about? Teams fucking teams really the Chiefs? good. They are really They're, good, dude. Pat Mahomes is absolute. He's just a savage man. He's so good. MVP. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's a guy that is a huge Jalen Hurts fan. Like I fucking love mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. Unfortunately, with the injury, he wasn't able to showcase as much as he needed to. Sure. Um, and, and and let's let's be honest. Like Pat Mahomes is on a, just a fucking different level, man. He's crazy. No look passes, diving, throwing the ball, running. He's he does everything. Right. He does it very well, and he it's hard not to to like that guy. Mm-hmm. You know. He's a Even though he sounds like Kermit the Frog, <laughs> he does. He plays football very well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> me good
1: football. <laughs> Dude, look at that. The New Jersey Devils at 5 1 right now in the
0: third. Yeah, they're starting on the West Coast trip, but we'll, we'll talk about this later. Right on. Ratchets. Right, just... I got to save that one. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, getting out of the NFL. Thanks for listening to that segment, everybody. That was a pretty solid segment, if you say so myself. That was fun. Uh, we got to talk about the college football playoff championship. Mm. That was a disaster. A smackdown for TCU. Dude. That might have been my, one of my worst predictions ever of saying that TCU is going to keep it close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I saw that Georgia was going to win and get the job done. I said TCU had a chance. Right. But no, right. they did not, apparently.
2: Well, now, I think everyone was probably on that train, right? Like, everyone saw TCU beat Michigan and they're like, hey, you know I think these guys have a chance. Yeah, you know, totally. Especially. After you see Ohio State almost beat Georgia. It, it was like, like man, vulnerable. this is this is going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. So after it was 14-7. Uh, so it went to 14-0. And I was like, all tc right, TCU's got to score here make it a game. They, they, they did. They went, They marched down the field. It was the best yeah, out of the game. Right. 14-7. After that, fucking 25-year-old Stetson Bennett man. was just like. The fourth. It's my game now. Yeah, it's it's steps in time. Is basically what he was saying, and yeah, he just went off. Yeah, that defense be. went off. Jalen Carter went off, and then TCU just turned off. So <laughs> Honestly, by the end of the third quarter, they were just like, "Fuck it, we don't want to be here. We just want to get out, get in the showers, get on the plane,
2: go home." What do you think that halftime speech was in the TCU locker room? Ooh.
0: Honestly, it was just like, "We're here for a reason." We just got to chip away at this lead. You know, we just got to do it one score at a time, one drive at a time. We're not going to get it all back up once, yada, 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 yada. Yeah, right. And, like, I'm sure that that some of the guys went out there to play, but when you're going down to Georgia, that number one defense, that was just humming around the field. I mean – same when I talked about this, you know, earlier as well, where it's like the defense always takes more time to get gelled, and especially after a long break, after a long layoff, right, because they got to get the reads, and then, you know, they're just not moving the same and flowing together, right? Uh, where, where the offense, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be fine, because it, they're mainly field plays, because you're doing the same thing, we're on the same routes, you know, granted the quarterback has their own reads, etc., but, but the routes that your people are running, you already know what they're going to be, right? So there's much more advantage for an offense to get going again. Um, so I think in that first game, after the three-week break from the last game to the Peach Bowl, you know, the defense didn't have time to gel together, and a good, in fact, a great Ohio State offense took advantage of that. But after they got a chance to play again and take some more live reps in the game, for TCU, oh, they were more than awake. It's like, the central nervous system of the Georgia Bulldogs defense just turns on all of a sudden, and they're like, "We're going to go back to how we were against Oregon, against you know Tennessee, against LSU, against everyone else that they played, where they just dominated outside of the football." It's, it yes, was, it was incredible, it was a hell of a game to watch the first half.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you guys saw, but they they asked Sonny Dykes, I believe it was coming out of the locker room before the second half, and they're like, "Hey, like you know, what do you guys got to do to get back into this game?" And he said, "We just got to settle in." Yeah, just 31 to 7. In. We just wow. got to settle in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Buckle in for the ride. I, I mean, I literally laughed out loud when he said that. It was just like, wow. I think you got to do a little more than that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to fire up. Yeah. <laughs> God, dude. You got to find a way to score
0: and get, you know, dug in. Like, stop let, you know, looking less like NFL Tim Tebow and more like, you know, Florida Tim Tebow. That's what uh, we had to be. Right, <laughs> right. Dude.
1: Speaking of the highlight of that game was going on to ESPN two watching the Pat McAfee show on, and they had Tim Tebow at that game talking with him, and that for me was the highlight because the game was such a massive blowout that that the action on the field was not um, the hottest topic. Yeah. Andy Dalton was there. Oh, he yeah. was the Red Rocket himself, right on,
0: dude. Huh? Yeah,
1: representing yeah. cheering on his TCU Horn Frogs. He's he's probably the most famous alma mater from. From uh, TCU. TCU, there's no. a
0: running back that went there. Uh, oh,
1: Ladadian Tomlinson.
2: Thank you. Yes. Like, wow. Yes. Did he really get to TCU? Yep. Yeah, TCU. I had no idea. I was like,
0: yeah. he's definitely not the most acclaimed <laughs> no, no. TCU player. I think, I think yeah. LT might take that. Claim, yeah. That Hall Hall of the of most fame, probably
2: yeah. the most notorious in the past couple of years, Jalen Rager, Brick Hands. Oh yes. Yes. yeah. TCU. He's on. Yeah, he went to TCU, oh. um, and then he just absolutely stunk it up for the Eagles and right. And, then he left And, and we all laughed and, and hugged each other And it was a great time And he tweeted on Twitter that he was Basically like Butthurt That the fans Treated him like shit yeah, And we that's, did That's Philly mm-hmm. That's Philly Live or die dude You decide <laughs> <laughs> It was funny though Because he was like Making all these tweets When, when we eventually Played um, Minnesota right? He's on Minnesota now We traded yeah, him to Minnesota yeah and we blew them out early in the season second game of the season I believe um and that was supposed to be his like revenge game and he <laughs> I think he caught like one pass <laughs> yeah good times thrown
1: in the the towel for that one dude just getting <clears> shut <throat> down god damn that's savage
0: that's
1: savage
0: alright Sam any other sports stuff to move into until you wanna at least wanna dive into some mottos and dude so for the yeah no
2: no, no. Okay, well, so one thing I, I don't know what what you guys all talk about, but and I again I don't Sam I don't know if you like watch the UFC at all. I know me and Hardu have no, watched yeah, some, yeah. some fights. I don't watch yeah, yeah. much. Um, <clears throat> I was just gonna bring up like Hardy. I don't know if you've been looking into some of the upcoming fights. Um, uh, one, what's your opinion on Leon Edwards and and Usman? Apparently, that Usman broke his hand during that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like kind of. Originally, they were going to try and fight again in March of yeah. this year. Yeah. But now that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Um, do you want to see that fight before another person tries to fight for the title? What are you thinking?
0: That's a great question, man. And because uh, yeah, Edwards hasn't fought since then, right? No. So he's still the, the champion. Yep. yep. Um, it'll be a direct free match. It'd be basically, for the belt back, it'd be a title fight again.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, if they rematch, it'll just he'll just be defending defending fight. his title. Yeah.
0: Do you know who, who who's the, who would be the best contender outside of Usman to get it back?
2: <sighs> I mean that that division is pretty.
0: Because Usman beat everybody, and then Edwards was like, I mean, it wasn't a, a lucky strike, but you right. know, he, he he caught him late. Yeah. And he fucking caught him.
2: Yeah, he did. So... <laughs> that was a, that was an electric. That a was fight. a great like, finish. I've never seen anything like that before. Like not just in the UFC, but just that, that was one of the craziest comebacks in any sport. Yeah, like, he got. Physically dominated for five and a half, like five mm-hmm. rounds and four minutes. Mm-hmm. It was like one minute left in the it, fifth it, round.
0: It reminds me of the Kale Sonnen versus Anderson Silva fight. Yes. I reference this a lot. Yes. Because every time you watch the fight, you're like, there's there's no way Kale loses. Yeah. And then if, if she... he just sat back. So, Sam, so just to describe his fight to you. So, Kale Sonnen was definitely the underdog, right, against Anderson Silva, who was Spider. arguably, like, like, one of the greatest of all time, hundred
2: percent, still is most likely yeah. one of
0: him and probably you know, uh, yeah, Jones. Uh, Jones
2: yeah, John Jones. Because
0: like Jones hasn't really lost anybody, right? Um, but a- anyway, so Kale Sonnen is better, better striker than grappler, and he's just beating the piss out of Harrison Silva, and Silva so is just absorbing the strikes
2: somehow. I mean, he's they catch them right, right in the chin, right in the face, and um, well, he did a lot of gra- like he did a lot of wrestling. Like, Kale Ch- yeah. Ch- Sonnen is definitely a wrestler background. He, I thought he was
0: a more. I thought he was a, a striker background.
2: I believe he's. A, I believe uh, most of it. I, 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 I didn't know that. I believe he's a wrestler. Like, I, he, he is good at like w- when it comes to stand up and, and all that. But he just physically, he made Anderson Silva work. Yeah, like, he he worked the shit out of yeah. Him. And Anderson Silva isn't a guy that's used to getting taken to the ground, mm-hmm. getting beat like beat up mm-hmm. on like mm-hmm. physically. He, I mean, you see it all the time. Anderson Silva was one of the most. Yeah. No electric, hands, hands down. Hands down, just, dodging punches. He's like, basically
0: Floyd Mayweather of MMA, where yeah, he just didn't get yeah, hit sure. a lot. Yeah, okay? he just didn't get hit. So Kale Simon, right, finally getting his title chance, right, and he earned it. Uh, um, he took down Matt Sarah, Matt the Terra Sarah, yeah. in, in order to get this fight, and and, and Matt Terra was again great fighter for the time. So for basically same thing for four straight rounds, Simon is just dominating, right. If he lets the fifth round, just go to the decision, right? He easily wins this fight. 100%. I mean, it, it's clear as day mm-hmm. who has dominated this fight. But instead, you know, Saarun's like, no, 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 I want to finish this fight. Like, I, I want to win this outright, five and zero on the rounds. And he essentially gets caught. I forget what hold he gets caught in, but he basically gets tapped out. Yeah. Oh, and the controversy is that that when
2: he when they cause it, <laughs> he was like,
0: what? I didn't tap. Yeah. I didn't tap.
2: I didn't tap. And the the video is just like, the video is
0: so clear. He's like, (sighs) because he's kind of like punching him and he's like, he's like, no, no, I didn't tap. I didn't tap. Oh, Wow. Or or he I was like was he was a guillotine. He also said that he didn't know that tapping means he lost the fight. <laughs> he, he, said, he thought it meant he lost the round. Get the fuck out of here! He, t- he, I don't yeah, remember that. Yeah, that was like one of his no. explanations, which he he
2: said it on here. his podcast. Yeah. Well, dude, he's he's. I don't mean to talk about fucking on Sonnen and, and all this shit for too long, but he's he's the guy that said he's never lost a round of a fight ever. <laughs> but he has well, like he did just multiple losses, <laughs> yeah, like, multiple losses. No, but he will to this day. I guarantee, you, if you ask him, he's like, "I've never lost a round." Yeah. yeah. What a guy, man.
0: He's a great analyst like, now. Like he's one of he the is, analysts he for is. Oh, he is. Okay. Of the there. UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame guy. At least should be fought long enough. Oh, actually, no, you, know, you never won a title.
2: Yeah, he's always so close. I mean, he's not a Hall
0: of Fame guy. I don't know. I He's like, man, he, his story
2: and it, like he he was just one of those. He's he's always going to be a legend, man. Yeah. For yeah. sure,
0: the guy they just never get it done. really.
2: Yeah, well, well, fucking So what?
1: So, what year did that match take place then? Twenty thirteen or something like that. Okay. Right? Yeah, I,
2: I don't know. Off the top I think head.
0: I was a senior in college. I think twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. It was yeah. one of the, one of those years. Yeah,
2: that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to, to bring that all full circle. Yeah, those two fights are probably the craziest comebacks in the history of yeah. the UFC, and and two very crazy comebacks in, as far as just sports in general. The
0: Derek Lewis one was too. And I forget who he was fighting, but but Derek Lewis was basically getting his ass kicked. And then he, he almost got knocked out, or it looked like he got knocked I'm out. Are you
2: sure it was Derek Lewis? I th- I think so. I th- I don't I don't know if it was Derek Lewis, but I I feel like I know the fight you're bringing up because I love that fight, yeah. And I show show it to people all the time, but I'm I'm blanking on the the person's name. But he basically is getting his ass whooped. He gets knocked down, yeah. And as he's getting up, still loopy, getting hit again, and then he's dodging punches. While his head is literally facing the ground, like he's not looking, dodging punches, gets up and then hits the guy and knocks the guy out to win yeah. as he's basically out of uh, already knocked out. As I'm, well. tra- yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I don't think it was Derek. It Lewis. wasn't Derek Lewis. No. Oh, okay, I could look it up, but was it a white guy? No, no, it was black guy. It uh, was black guy, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um... Because he's definitely like fists
0: on the ground. <laughs> Just yes, like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Derek Lewis, dude. <laughs> you can look it
2: up. You can look it up. Take yeah. your time. Yeah, I'll time. look it up. <laughs> okay, while while I'm looking that up. You're no um,
0: Jamie. It's okay. Take your time. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. While, Jamie, I'm, look- look while I'm looking that up, another big matchup that I am looking forward to, Islam Makachev versus uh, Alexander Volkanovsky. Yes. Alexander's <gasps> going up to 170. Yeah, Volkanovsky's going up to 170. Which is crazy. He's a, yeah. He's a featherweight. Yeah. He's, he... he, he one he 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 fights at one forty five mm-hmm. and he's going Damn. up to one seventy five probably one of the most dominant fighters in the UFC right now Islam is just running through people like it's nothing mm-hmm. like I, he beat Oliveira last fight, yeah. right his and, his
0: last like big bruising fight was against um that other Brazilian guy uh, he's fucking yoked I forget his name um uh, what's the fuck his name uh I can't remember his freaking name anyway. He kind of looks like Ken from Street Fighter. (laughs) Yeah. But he's a big, like, Brazilian. I can't remember his freaking name. Uh, But, yeah, as far as that fight's concerned, you know, Volkanovski coming off the Holloway win, Mm -hmm. uh, going up two classes, you know, it's basically what McGregor did or what he tried to do. Yeah. So if he can do this, I mean, he's going to cement himself as, like, not not, not one of the all-time greats, but as far as featherweights moving up, it's gonna match like what McGregor did yeah it will be a two way class belt holder yeah that, that, that vaults you to automatic stardom
2: 100% I is he gonna do it I don't know I don't know man the uh, featherweight division is not like there's not a lot of killers in that yeah, division I, I think
0: Holloway was, was his best like killer fight yeah re- recently at least just because of his, of his reputation as a guy that's not gonna back down but for a little while, featherweight like really was a really tough class, especially when McGregor was back there. Right. You know, those yeah. was probably win that division. You know, Pete.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: So um, yeah, that's going to be one hell of a fight. I I say that fight probably doesn't go the distance. So someone's getting knocked out probably like second or third round. I think.
2: Yeah. Either knocked out or Volkanovski is going to get choked out because Islam is just so good at wrestling and jujitsu and all of those guys out of Dagestan are, are just on a whole different level. Yeah. It's it's weird how good they are. Yeah. Like,
0: those fucking Russians though, man. They get it done. They do. <laughs>
2: it's yeah, it's a battle on the Soviet block. Yeah, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think Volkanovsky is as good as he thinks he is. How know? old is he? It's a great question. I'm not. I think he's 28 or
0: 29.
2: Sure. By the way, it was Czech Congo was the fight that I think you're talking about. Okay. Wasn't brothers. Yeah, we could. I could play it for you. I have the video right here. But it. Yeah, Sam, yeah, yeah. if you want to watch this, it's. it's yeah, dude. Fucking. It's
0: 34. Shit. Dude. Islam's 31. Yeah, Sam, you should watch that video, though. Yeah, we
2: He gets knocked down multiple yeah. times. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. But I guess we'll we'll start it here. I don't know if you guys want the sound. You can turn oh, it Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we're
0: going to copyright or anything. Pat trying to figure out a way to get inside the reach advantage of Congo.
2: Switching up the stance. Check. Ooh! Yeah, yeah. So he Ooh. Knocked it Ooh. Here, here we go. This
0: is the one. Oh! Wow! Oh God damn! He gets up. Look yes. at this
1: for the third time. Great job done by Check Congo. He's in big trouble though. Oh my God! He's back up on his feet. <coughs> oh.
0: It's all over. He's still, oh, he's still, like,
2: he's still like super dazed. Every time I watch Superman. it, I, I get goosebumps. And yeah. listening to Joe Rogan announce that fucking sequence
0: was—he <laughs> yeah.
2: was perfection. Like, oh, it's, oh my it was god! Over. Yeah, it's like, like oh oh my over. god! I thought it was over. Yeah. It is over. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, dude! <laughs> what a sequence! Like that craziest fucking thing I've yeah, ever that seen. Wow. Incredible.
1: <laughs> that, that was amazing. Yeah. Thank I you mean, for showing. The, oh my god yeah so, no, that
0: was great you have, to, you have to do the favor though and the homework for him you have to show him the kale Son fight oh okay. yeah oh yeah, the yeah,
2: whole, yeah. The, you have to watch all five rounds yeah okay. yeah i'm sure it's probably free honestly. no it is it yeah. is great
0: youtube and yeah. i only know because during covid like ufc <laughs> released like a new fight basically every week yeah uh new for almost every day basically on youtube and that was one of them they released. and i rewatched it every time i was like it's
2: how does he lose such a good fight man how does he lose? Um, yeah. It's crazy.
0: And I'm sorry, I, we should have told you to watch it without knowing the outcome. <laughs>
2: that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 that's our bad. That's true. That's our bad. Yeah, we'll spoil earlier. It definitely piques my, my interest, though. It yeah, does. you, you got to start watching some see, yeah, yeah. man. It, yeah. it, it, it's, oh, man, I love watching It's UFC. incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah.
0: Even the women's side, man, like, they, yeah, they've expanded dude. so much. hundred percent. So much. Always bet on the guy that's like, this is his last fight before he retires. But i uh, lose. <laughs> Better rise for
1: sure. Yeah. Safe bet. Nobody dude. ever goes out no. on top, yeah. no. That's no just one kind one of part of
2: fighting, though, man. Like, you get to a point where you just can't compete I anymore. I who just mm-hmm.
0: retired in, uh, in one of the last UFCs, but he was the guy from New Jersey.
2: Uh, um, oh, my God. Oh my and he God, got
0: knocked man. out in the second. Yes. Like, yes the first I, round. I'm
2: literally... Picturing him in yeah. my, head. he's like a short guy. Why, why can't I think of his name right now? This is embarrassing.
0: I, I can't remember me.
2: Oh, I'm. I could. I could draw a fucking picture of his face yeah. right now, yeah. but he just, just looks like the, this beat up Italian
0: guy. Like he's definitely Italian. Italiano, for sure, for sure. God, man, <laughs> what can I think of this name? But yeah, he he got dropped in the last fight he was in. But that's okay. All right. Sam. Yes. Anything else to add? Dude,
1: Um. so UFC. Yes. Fantastic. Other sport that is happening actually starts on Sunday or Monday, I, I believe. This upcoming weekend uh, is the Australian Open. First Grand Slam of the year, dude. Always a fun time to be alive. It's wild to watch the Aussie Open in North America, um, where in the month of January, the the weather is always... Piss poor, at least on the on the West Coast, and then in Australia, <laughs> the Oz, Aussie Open is is being played in the summertime. Just just wild, dude, to watch it. Now the hours of of these matches are fantastic for Americans because they are twenty four hours ahead of us. So these matches will still happen at four p.m., five p.m. It'll just be twenty four hours a- ahead there. So twenty four hours, yeah, or twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's twelve. Think is there? Is
2: it possible to be twenty-four hours? <clears throat> is it? I don't think so. No. <laughs> Wouldn't you just be back to where you originally oh, were? Oh, right. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. Is it possible to be a whole day behind? Ooh. There's no. There's no time zone that's a full day behind, right? That just sounds absurd. It
1: does, <laughs> dude.
2: Twenty-six oh, hours. What's it?
0: So the most extreme times are plus 14 at the Lion Islands in Kiribati And minus 12 hours in the Baker Islands in the US Therefore the maximum possible difference between times on Earth is 26 hours Oh wow 11pm oh, of a Monday in Baker possible. Island is 1am uh, of a Wednesday in the Lion Islands
2: That's insane dude That's crazy dude. But yeah, The planet so, is so big so But yeah, the, a, Australia, there's no way they're 24 hours no. yeah, I think I think they are dude Or sorry, 24
1: hours ahead of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Look that up. Yeah, look look
2: that up because that just seems crazy to me.
1: Like, what what time is it in
0: Australia, friends? 16
2: 16 hours ahead of Washington, D.C.,
0: so 13 hours ahead of here. Fair enough. Sorry, 19. Mm -hmm. 19? No, no, it'd be closer. It'd be 13. 13, Yeah, he's going towards you. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
2: You learn something new every day. Folks. Every day, man. You really do.
0: Every day and no thing required, man. You're always coming up with some fun facts. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Who the fuck knew? Blasting off into the distance, no into the, the fuck, solar man. system. Well, anyway, actually, you were not, saying about not your island.
0: Australian island, and open. <laughs>
1: the Australian <laughs> islands uh, would be New Zealand <laughs> and Tasmania. Um, but the Aussie Open happening um, this year, like it... Well, actually, last year, the past few years for the Aussie Open have uh, grabbed headlines... Possibly for the wrong reasons because last year, Novak Djokovic uh, failed to get the, the COVID, the COVID um, vaccine. So his visa was boop, taken away. Um, but he makes his, his return this year, possibly for redemption. We shall see. He is the guy to beat at this tournament. But lots of up of and comers. Uh, guy to watch for from the U.S., Francis Tiafo, ranked eighth in, in the world right now. Uh, Netflix documentary about him. Um, along with a few other rising stars. Does he
0: actually have a chance?
1: No. No. But I don't think so. I think he has a chance to reach the quarterfinals. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. But I I I can't see him playing in the final. I think um as long as Daniel Medvedev is is healthy and, and ready to go, I think it'll be him and Novak in the final. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It'll be fun, but I mean, we can watch the action unfold over the next two and a half weeks. That is the beautiful thing about the Aussie Open.
0: Yeah, so I think my favorite part about the Australian Open was that there is one night where I went to bed and I was going to go skiing the next morning. I had to wake up at like 4.30 in order to you know meet up with my ride to go up to the mountains. So when I went to bed, uh, Nadal was was facing Federer in the, in the championship, and it just started. I woke up. It was still going on, it was still a poor set. And then I was like, this wow. is a damn good matchup. Holy <laughs> wow, shit. Wow, dude. Yeah, because it was one of those marathon ones. Yeah. yeah. How long dude? did it end up going? Like Probably like five and a half hours. Yeah, something they, crazy, I remember. They, yeah. they
2: go crazy. Yeah, That's yeah. insane, dude. I remember it was like one of the longest matches, right?
0: Well, that was between uh, John Eisner and um, oh. uh, the Frenchman. Oh, one, that's Frenchman. what we're talking about, too. It, right. it yeah. went like...
1: It was it was like, over the course of twelve hours. Yeah, split up. Oh, it was like yeah. two hundred
0: and seventy-one oh, deuces hours. or something yeah, like that. Dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, huh? it took two days. Oh, well, that's even yeah. crazier than what. Yeah. yeah, it was the American though. John yeah, Eisner. John Eisner
1: has the record for the longest longest match. Yeah, I was at the the Wimbledon.
0: Yeah, eleven hours five minutes versus M- yeah. Nicolas Mahut. One
1: hundred thirty-eight point tiebreaker. Yeah. God damn. I know. In the fifth set. <laughs> Yep, it, it runs to 138. Like normally, you see tiebreakers eight to six. Yeah,
0: it's done. But yeah. but one, this one's win by two. Wow. Yes. So, because yes. Like, right. cause every open has different tiebreak. Right. 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 Which is freaking crazy. It just keeps on going, dude. Yeah. This is the only one that keeps on going. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely amazing.
1: So that was John Isner. And who was his opponent?
0: Nicol- Nic- Nicolas Mahut. Okay. I think okay. he was a Spaniard actually, not not a Frenchman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Close enough.
0: Close enough. Oh, in 2010. No, he was right.
1: No, he's oh, right.
0: French. French Republic. Yeah, huh? Uh-huh. Nice. Yes. Oh, yeah. Good shit. Okay. Yes. I know fun facts about stupid tennis matches. Nice work. I,
1: I, I believe John Isner, at the same time, also owns the record for the fastest serve
0: ever. Yeah, because he was like... He's six a, foot nine. Yeah, he's a yeah. giant man, dude. All he could do was serve though. Right. The rest not to his game not, seven.
1: Not uh, stamina? Laterally. And, so you'd think yeah. a
0: tall guy would have terrible stamina, right? But he had an eleven hour match, so you can't say that yeah. no more.
1: Well think about his VO two max. Big For how big, big for you, tank, how, for how, you, how big he is? His VO two max is probably like 80. eighty. Oh, easily, dude. Eighty three. Eighty three. Um, <laughs>
0: So, so so eighty is easy, but eighty-three, 83 is oh, that, that three? Wrong. Whoa, hold on a second. <laughs> the threshold eighty-three. The threshold kidding? exists. Whoa. Whoa, back up there. Bro. Three Slow. more. Slow down. Wow. Yeah. Slow down. So <laughs> anyway, was that your monologue?
2: Yeah, it was. Well, okay, nice. it was kind of tied it in. Yeah, With... we started talking and kind of in the middle of it. So no, it's fine, the... dude. Yeah, well,
1: I loved it. Yeah, that was that was a nice uh, collaboration before the monologue. All right, I like it. It was more of a a prologue, a prologue to the next monologue.
0: Next monologue. All right, so uh, I feel like my monologue is going to turn into the uh, obligatory Devils talk of the week. So halfway through the season, Devils are in second in the Metropolitan Division with fifty five points. They're behind the Carolina Hurricanes. Really cooled off from their extremely hot start. However, they're still on pace for 110 points, which would cap their franchise record of 104 points, which was made by the 03 04 double squad that went on to win the Stanley Cup. So, we're in pretty good territory and relatively rare air. In fact, the Eastern Conference is absolutely dominating the standings if you stack up both conferences against each other. Uh, the Boston Bruins only five losses in regulation, four in overtime. They're at the top of the NHL with 60 points overall. And um, they're about halfway through the season as well. You know, if things keep on going, then there's going to be a couple teams in the Metropolitan Division that could have in the upwards of 98 to 99 points that end up missing the playoffs, which would be something that's been unprecedented with the history of the NHL. So the Devils really got to continue to, to, to win games, and the offense has to continue to score. You know, the biggest problem has just been the effectiveness of their shots. They're still getting a high shot total. They're second in the league right now with 30.4 per game which is a lot for any any hockey team. But the percentage has dropped down as far as goals scored based on those shots from about fifteen percent to down to 8%. So they got to get the scoring back up. But when the young guys keep on scoring, the points keep up pouring. Ha! That ended up rhyming. Nice. Uh, but overall, Jack Hughes and the boys, they're off to a great first half of the season. they got to keep up this pace, though, if they wanted to up making the playoffs and having um, a, a higher seed. As they go through the Eastern Conference, so it's gonna be a fun second half of the year. Let's go, dude! Oh yeah, yes, fantastic! I'm yeah, actually going to the Kraken game, uh, Devils Kraken game this Friday. Oh yeah, yeah we're we're gonna gonna this Thursday. I mean, this Thursday.
1: Time to party. Are
2: they playing the Devils?
0: Yeah, fuck yeah, man! Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Right on. it's to be you and Jordan. Of course. Okay. Oh, right on. Yeah. Hell yeah! Dude. I really oh. want to
2: go. I, I want to go to a Kraken game really bad. And yeah. the Flyers are. Coming. You should. They're good this year. The Kraken are good. They yeah. are. They, they won like seven. The Flyers in suck. So. <laughs>
0: yeah. The Flyers are. Yeah. 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 17, 18, seven losses. Yeah, but the Kraken right now, fifty-four points. Like, ooh, they're down a seven-game win streak. As I stated. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Kraken are good. That's big, dude. Putting it together. <clears throat> also, I will say in our meeting, that she didn't put up the Las Vegas Knights for yes, the NHL. Yes, dude, I was going to say Right, because dude. they were extremely successful in the first year. 100 were, like, They were like one period away from winning the Stanley Cup. You know, they went to Game 7. They the won year. the Stanley Cup. No, they missed it. Vegas Knights? Yeah. They didn't win the Stanley Cup. They missed it. Who beat them? Uh, they beat, uh, what was the uh, the Blues, I think. They won the,
2: the first one. Dude, I don't think, I
0: think this... Uh, I, think... I would put money... I, I, oh, need let's you, I need you now. to look yeah, that up, no, or I, or that. I will.
2: Sorry. I could have swore the Golden Knights won no, the inaugural they lost in
0: Game 7. Vegas Knights win Stanley Cup. Never won a Stanley Cup. Damn,
2: really? Ooh. Yeah. Man, what a feel-good story I was coming up with in my head yeah, this they, whole time.
0: they I'm pretty sure they lost to the
2: Blues. That, yeah, it would have had been the Blues. Or, no,
0: the Capitals. Sorry, Ovechkins, of course. Of course. Ooh. Yeah, Avechkins Capitals, of course. Wow,
2: that's when the Capitals won the Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That's crazy. My had, mind is...
0: They're one game away.
2: That's wild.
0: One game seven away. It was a crazy year.
2: <laughs> crazy, crazy year. Yeah. I, I swore they, they they won, but now that you tell me the truth, I, it makes sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bursting the bubble right there. Yeah, a little bit. Damn.
0: I know. it's That's too bad. But they'll be back. Yeah. They're with one of the top teams in the Western Conference right now. Always a good squad. Well, all right. Well, thanks, Matt, for coming on the show today. Yeah,
2: dude. Appreciate you guys having me on. This was a lot of fun. It's been hopefully, a fun yeah, time. For sure. Yeah, hopefully I can come back on at some point again. Yeah,
0: play your cards when I come back on next week, you know? yeah <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? I just got to figure go. out a different system and maybe, um, you know, we'll see how the quality sounds on it and uh, yeah. I'll adjust the mics, too. Uh-huh. For sure. For uh-huh. sure. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Appreciate everybody. Shout out to like Zimbabwe, Tanzania, all the other countries out there. Tanzania, to to um, you guys got
2: some guys, some people. <laughs> yeah, do, in. Oh yeah,
0: all, Antarctica registered to listen get the to hell them. out of here. No <laughs> way, yes. Yes. no way. Shout yes. out Antarctica. And if you, guys Antarctica. Yes. Yes. you guys are listening. Yes, the
2: fucking goats, man. Yes. Can yeah. you even can you even live on Antarctica? Why not? <laughs> I don't think you can.
1: Scientists do, but not not all all too many. Yeah,
0: like we stumbled upon. Anyway, all right, everybody. <laughs> uh, Until next week, dude.